You're listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. If you would like more information or would like to connect with the show, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Here's the Deal podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. You're listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. My name's Dominic Kendall, and I'm so excited to have my friend and co-host, Luke Chris, with me. Luke, how are you doing? Doing really good, man. How about you? Wonderful. Hey, I heard that you maybe got a new addition to your family. Everybody's <laughs> waiting to know. I did get a new addition to my family, um, Little Piper. She is an eight-week-old Weimaraner. That's a dog. she has the cutest, bluest, biggest eyes in the whole world. And poops more than any anything and I've ever UTI, seen. Has a UTI, I heard. She does have a UTI. Happy happy parenting. Um, uh, on today's podcast, we're really excited uh, because not only do we get to celebrate the birth of Luke's new dog. Well, she was born eight weeks ago. But well, but birth into your family. That's true. Gotcha day. Gotcha day. Uh, we get to celebrate. Um, his gotcha day with Piper. We also love having special guests in studio here in the grand studio number one. Uh, we get to have guests with us and it's always so great. And on today's episode, we have a very special treat. We have two young ladies who, um, who love Jesus and are just inspirations, I know, to me. And uh, we're so grateful to have them. We actually have Brinley and Coralie Sullivan with us. Uh, these are two sisters um, who are awesome and we're so excited to have them in studio today. And so, um, Brindley, why don't you uh, start out by telling us how old are you and where do you go to school? So, um, I'm 16 years old. I go to Mortimer Jordan High School. I'll be a junior this upcoming school year. Yeah. Okay. Um, go Devils. Yeah. Go Blue Devils. Mm-hmm. Um, we, But we don't support the devil, just the Blue Devils. We exactly. just want to make a disclaimer there. Okay. My favorite now, thing, my yeah. favorite thing is, I don't know if he still does it, but every single day after the morning announcements, Coach Canada it's a great day to be a Blue Devil. Mm-hmm. Does he still do that? Yes. Wow. Awesome. So, uh, <laughs> Corley, why don't you tell us uh, how old are you and where do you go to school? I am 19 years old, and I go to Mississippi College. I'm going to be a sophomore this fall. Mississippi College. Um, a lot of issues with the flag there yep. um, in old Mississippi. Uh, they're going to change their flag. What strange times. And so, well, I mean, that's fair. Well, it's probably. Yeah. They should probably change it. Yeah. That, the new flag looks awesome. Yeah. I, I like it better than Whoa, the they already one. have a new, new one? Yeah. How? Yeah. Yes. What's it look like? It is like, has a red border, white background, one And big. a giant red X in the middle of <laughs> it? No. It's all white. It has a really red <laughs> circle right in the middle. It is one big star with a circle of stars around it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well. I like it a lot better. It looks mm-hmm. better and doesn't have the Confederate flag on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's And that's a, no, that's a whole other podcast. And so, um, <laughs> so, girls, what have you guys been doing in the middle of quarantine? Like all this craziness. What have you guys been up to and what does your, your, your life look like during it? Well, we've really just been hanging out at home a lot, spending a lot of time with our family. We have uh, family movie nights every night, and we, like, um, change or take turns picking a movie every night, and it's really, really fun. Mm -hmm. What's the last thing that y'all watched? We watched Jurassic World last night. Mm, So good. Yeah. Aren't they coming out with another one of those? I think so, yeah. This is basically Jurassic Park has turned into Land Before Time. It's turned into Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, exactly. Um, okay, so during this quarantine that time, that's actually really the reason we brought you guys in is because of, of what you've been doing and a journey that you started in the midst of quarantine. And so, Corley, why don't you, why don't you let us in on kind of like this journey that you started and, and kind of uh, what you guys have been uh, going through this last month or so. Well, Brindley and I decided to read the entire Bible in 30 days. 30 days. That's incredible. Keep going. Yes, 
Um, I have some friends from college that did the plan with their college ministry. And I got to talk to them and hear what they gained from the experience. And I automatically knew that that's definitely something that I wanted to do as well. So I approached Brinley and asked if she wanted to do it with me. And well, we what decided. Was the, uh, what was the title or the? It is called the 30-Day Bible Shred. Bible Shred. Bible Shred. We will actually have a link to that in our show notes. So if you're interested in doing that, we will actually have a link to that in our show notes that you can click on and start it yourself if you're interested. So reminds um, me of those uh, boot camp workout videos. I just think of shredding for the wedding. What is what is that? Um, it's what we. That's what I've said. That's what is when you want to lose a lot of weight for the wedding. So shredding for the wedding. Shredding for the wedding, but shredding for God. That, <laughs> all right. So okay, perfect. Um, and so, uh, Brinley, do you have anything to add to that? Well, yeah, I think uh, part of the reason that we decided to do it was because we, or at least I, was. Um, just sitting around the house, I was reading a ton of like fiction books. Like, I read like seven in like a week and a half, just oh like God. reading. Like <laughs> okay, that's impressive. <laughs> I know that the whole Bible in 30 days, but reading that many in a. Okay, I read a book once. It took me a year and a half. <laughs> it was a picture book. Anyway, pamphlet. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I was just reading so much because the books were really intriguing. And so when Corley actually asked me if I wanted to do it, I was sitting on the couch reading one of these books. And uh, so then I thought about it and I was like, well, if I can spend this much time every day reading these books that are just like they don't matter, why can't I spend all that time reading the Bible, which is the only book that actually matters? Mm. It was yeah. a very similar thing for me, too. I was spending all of my quarantine binge-watching Netflix. What were you watching, Corley? The Crown? Gilmore Girls. Gilmore oh. Girls. I watched the entire, like, all of it, the entire series in a ridiculously short amount of time. Nice. I know that, I know that seems like you're very embarrassed by that. How long did it take you to watch the entire um, It's season? like seven seasons. I think it took me like two or three weeks. Seven seasons? They're like 45-minute episodes. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was thinking like office seasons, like 20 minutes. No. Okay, wow. Yes. So, wow, this is really... That's... Okay, so that's really impressive. Everything you've said up to this point, I feel like y'all have more hours in your days than yeah. you do. Yeah, their days are longer. Yeah. 100%. They're, they're, they're sitting on 30-hour days. Yeah. Um, there's no way. And so, okay. Wow. But So y'all talk about reading the Bible... In 30 days. And for our listeners who may not be familiar with a full-size Bible, it's big. There, there's a lot of words in yeah, the Bible. Yes. What did that look like for y'all on a daily basis? Like, how much did you have to read? Just what did that, what did your days look like reading the Bible in 30 days? So essentially you had to read about 20 to 40 chapters every oh day. Gosh. It depends on like oh. um, how many or like how long the chapters are. So like, for instance, when we were reading the gospels, it was about 20 every day, but like um, in Psalms, it was at like 60 or 70 because oh they're so gosh. much shorter, but it would, it would usually take about two to three hours every day. Yes. But. And that's just... I'm assuming straight through, no notes, no deep yeah. study. No. Yes. The point of the plan is not to dive really deep into scripture. It's to get the whole picture of the Bible mm. story. Yeah. So you're reading it on a very surface level. Yeah, that's good. I love that. Wow. That's a lot of reading, just in general. Yeah. That's a oh, lot of reading. Sure. That's a lot did, of time to devote to it. Did, did you guys ever... Did, what did, you, you, uh, did y'all do it in the mornings or evenings or what? It varied every day. Um, when we first started, I tried to get it all over with in the morning. So, yeah. like, 
I would have the rest of the day to like do other stuff that I needed to get done. But I would try and get it done before lunch. Um, but sometimes <laughs> wake up at 6 a.m. Have it done before lunch. <laughs> yeah. But uh, sometimes uh, we wouldn't have enough time to do it in the morning. So like you just find like times during the day and sometimes you'd have to read it like later at night. Like I stayed up to like 2 a.m. trying to get my chapters done one night. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I definitely tried to get a few of my chapters done in the morning, mm -hmm. and then I was more alert and ready to do it in the like early afternoon yeah, yeah. around mm -hmm. two, or later at night. I would just try to go all the way through. So you could either do it like all at one time or yeah. like spread it throughout the day. All at one time would be tough. That it was probably helpful, but tough. Yeah, it was interesting because Corley and I both like had two completely different strategies because like. She worked better like at night because she's more of like a night owl and mm -hmm. I would just fall asleep if I tried to do it right before yeah. bed. And it's just interesting because you just have to find like what works for you. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you guys ever miss a day? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Did you miss a lot of days? Or <laughs> yeah. Just what did the day after look like yeah. after you um, missed a day? Real commitment. I, yeah. <laughs> you had yeah. to sit there for so long. Mm -hmm. I missed one day when we were reading Psalms and I had to read a hundred Psalms in one day. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, no, no, but it was kind of <laughs> like motivation to not miss a day yeah. because you didn't want to have to read that much. But I missed a lot of days towards the end of it because, um, my schedule got a lot more busy than it was. So I was having to try a lot harder to find time to fit things in, but I would like miss a day and then like catch up a little the next day, but then still get behind. But it was just, you got what you could. Day 30 <laughs> was crazy. <laughs> day 30. I read 900 chapters. <laughs> That's crazy. So did y'all, did you straight read it out of your Bible or did you ever listen to it or? We found that it was difficult to keep pace for two to three hours of reading. Yeah. So we used a Bible app to read the scripture to us and oh, we would great. follow along in our Bible. So yeah. it kept us keep a really good pace. That's helpful. Mm -hmm. I love hearing other people read the Bible to me. I've always wanted a lot of people don't agree with me on this, but I, I love John Piper's voice so much. He's just got that old man whisper, and I just want him to read the... <laughs> don't make that face. It's I just creepy. Want, I just want him to read the read the Bible to me as I fall asleep I every want, night. I, I, I once listened to the Bible um, by the great uh, James Earl Jones, the voice of Darth Vader and Mufasa. What? Uh, Where did you even find that? I can't remember. I think it was on like cassette tapes my mom had. That had to be fake awesome <laughs> and and it was crazy whenever jesus was being baptized he says jesus i am your father <laughs> um, it was really crazy what's up everybody we wanted to let you know real quick about an awesome offer available for you as a listener of the here's the deal podcast it's from the dwell app the dwell app is a phenomenal bible reading app that would actually take the scriptures and read them to you it has an assortment of different voices and even background music to make it the most enjoyable listening experience as you're taking in the word of god audibly and it's also helpful for memorization. So if you're on the go, in the car, if you're running or uh, working out or whatever you're doing, you can take time to listen to and retain the scriptures through the Dwell app. If you go online to the URL dwellapp.io slash here's the deal with no spaces. So dwellapp.io slash here's the deal, you will get 33% off either your annual or lifetime subscription to the Dwell app. It's a really great offer. We hope that you take advantage of it. And thanks for listening. Here's the deal.
So yeah, what has the Lord taught y'all? I mean, obviously, one, see the Bible as a story. I'd love to hear more about that. But yeah, just anything. What's the Lord taught y'all? What is what is what are things that have stuck out to you during this time? Um, something that stuck out to me personally um, was that when you read the Bible in smaller chunks, like say a chapter or two a day, it's like trying to like look at some beautiful scene with like a really really zoomed in lens. Like you see all these details, but yeah. like and they're beautiful and all, but like you just don't get the big picture until you like zoom out and look at everything. Yeah. And so instead of seeing like just a leaf, you see like a whole tree with it, or like a bird instead of just the feather, or like a river instead of just a drop of water. And once yeah. you zoom out and look at it all together, it's it's beautiful once mm. you see it all. Yeah. But I think the best, uh, going off what you were saying, the best metaphor I've ever heard from that is it's almost like you have your face pressed up against a stained glass window. It's like, yeah, the color's beautiful. You can see a little, mm-hmm. but you don't understand the beauty and the full picture of it until you s- take a step back, zoom out 30,000 foot, and you see the full stained glass window window and all its beauty and all its glory. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I just love that. Something that stuck out to me is kind of an example of what Brindley was saying is the story of David. I was able to see it like I'd never seen it before. Mm. Of course, I had heard the stories and um, knew that a lot of the Psalms were written by David, but it wasn't until within two to three days I read like the factual recount of God choosing him, mm-hmm. his faith in dealing with Goliath, his devotion to Saul and Saul's treachery, his friendship and loss of Jonathan. Mm. And when I was able to read that factual account and then read his innermost feelings that he expressed in Psalms, I understood his character and his strength yeah. like I never had before. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Psalm yeah, 35 was actually something that really stuck out to me because it, that is when David details that his friends would celebrate at his downfall, mm. but at his friend's downfall, he would mourn and fast for them. Yeah. And I just thought that that was so applicable to today. But yeah, it's for sure. also something he struggles with that in a battle he fought that isn't necessarily always talked about with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we all feel that with the, with the Psalms, and that's a new way of... Like you can... It's helpful to understand the context of the Psalms and know what David's going through, but to read it in real time... Mm-hmm. And within the span of a couple of days to see the factual accounts, to see the stories of what David is going through, and then to read his heart, to read his emotions. It just it takes the Psalms out of just a random a random emotional writing or song into, oh my gosh, this man of God is feeling these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really helpful. It makes it more like you're reading a novel instead of just like yeah. Small snippets, which is really interesting. That's really good. Because if you just pick out random psalms, you think David's a psycho. Well. Um, he, he he seems like a, uh, it's like the meme uh, from Michael Scott in The Office. When he's sitting on the swing and he says, he's like, I don't know if there's a God out there, but if he is, I bet he can see me. And then he says, I'm okay. And then he looks down and goes, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's exactly. That's exactly. That's David in the song. Exactly. I'm okay. No, nah, I'm not. not. Uh, that's that's exactly how it is. And so um, I love the Psalms because they're beautiful and they just kind of lay open our hearts. It kind of lays bare our very soul, and it speaks to that. So to read them all like you did uh, can really just speak and and really put a mirror up to your heart, so you really mm. see the fullness of yourself and 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 see kind of your own uh, your own weaknesses and and your own. Yeah, frailty and humanity, and so um, we. Uh, before you go on, 
I'm just going to throw this in there. In the show notes, we are going to link a video by N.T. Wright. And it he dives deeper into exactly what Brinley and Corley are talking about, about uh, the Bible being a story and the way that it's not meant to be read in 10 verse chunks. But you need to zoom out, read a lot at a time to better understand the beauty of the story. And I just thought about that and yeah, we're going to have it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll link that there. That's um, good. I feel like something else that the Lord taught me through this that was like a major um, perspective change for me was the actual purpose for reading the Bible because I would always approach reading God's word with a very uh, selfish intent. So I would mm-hmm. open my Bible and be like, how can this benefit me or how can I apply this to my own life when instead I should be reading God's word to learn about God to mm. like say, what can I learn about God through these scriptures and how can I use what I learn to glorify him yeah. in my life every day? Yeah. That's good. I definitely had something similar to that. The Lord used this experience to teach me the way to love him more mm. because I often felt lost in my pursuit to get closer to God. Yeah. Everyone always tells you, be in the word, read scripture which is wonderful and exactly what you're supposed to do, but how are you supposed to do yeah, that? That's good. So through this experience and through reading Women of the Word by Jen Wilkin, Come on. God has revealed to me that knowing him is to love him because mm. you cannot love something you do not know. Yeah. I love God infinitely more now than I did before we read this program simply because I cannot love and appreciate his endless mercy without reading about how he showed it to the Israelites. Or I cannot love and appreciate his unseen provision and protection that he gives his children without first learning and reading about how he shows this and gives it to his disciples and followers. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's good. That's really good. One of the uh, one of the examples that Matt always used was he would describe his Matt. W- or are you talking about Matt Chandler, Matt the Chandler. pastor? Bro, once you once you intern there, you're, it's first name basis. How many times did you meet him? <laughs> it, a few. It, you were there. It's for unimportant. Your, all right. Uh, one of the one of the, uh, the uh, illustrations Matt would always use, he would describe his wife Lauren, and he would say, "Oh man, she's she's just beautiful. She has just beautiful green eyes and and the darkest, prettiest black black hair, jet black hair." And we're like, "Oh, that's great. He man, he loves his wife." And then he would say, "Actually, none of those things are true about Lauren. <laughs> she has dirty blonde hair and blue eyes." And we're, and he's like, he's making the point that. You cannot love a God that you do not know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just love that that's what y'all are experiencing through this is the Bible is not something you jump into just to kind of get your feel for the day, you know, to make you feel better about yourself. It's for not that the day. sprinkle of Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's helping you learn about to see rightly the God who loves you and to learn him, to love him because you see him rightly. That's just really good, really encouraging. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that I think is, uh, so important is that this moment, I believe, for you is a thought uh, shifter. Like it just changes your way of thinking and your mindset. And so, um, how has reading this um, consistently shifted your view on the the priority and the necessity of scripture intake and reading the Bible and taking in the scriptures uh, for uh, believers? Um, definitely, from the point I just made, I believe it's a necessity because to intake scripture and to learn them is to learn God and to then love him more. Uh. 
But beyond that, it's important to be in God's word rather than reading a devotional or reading um, someone else's opinion of the word because God's word is alive and it's powerful and it can touch and mold your heart. When we started this plan, like I had a hard heart and that's why I wanted to pursue God more, but I didn't know how. Mm. And from each day being in the word, God used it to soften my heart. And the word worked in me and directly touched me. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um, this has like changed my perspective on the priority, essentially. Um, because I think that this, coupled with quarantine, taking my schedule from an extremely busy every single day to absolutely no plans overnight has really hammered in the point that there are absolutely zero excuses not to read your Bible. Mm. You always, always, always have time in your day. You just have to prioritize reading your Bible and you have to find it. Like, and I'm preaching to myself here, like you can read while you're eating breakfast or read while you're eating lunch, or instead of getting on my phone, as soon as I come home, I can pull out my Bible from my nightstand and read my Bible and spend time Mm. with God and I just, I've learned that it's just a matter of prioritizing it. And because you always, always, always have time. But Yeah, that's yeah. good. Man, I, I think that, uh, to be honest, this has been an encouragement to uh, myself and to Luke. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, I was telling my wife Meredith about this, and she said, the whole Bible? And I said, yeah. She goes, <laughs> the whole Bible? In 30 days? I said, yeah. And she goes, are you sure that it wasn't just one of the Testaments? I'm like, no, the whole thing. And we were just in awe. Um, and it was so encouraging uh, to, to to me. And I know, especially because quarantine, when all this happened, a lot of us were kind of shook by this. There yeah. was a lot of, uh, it, it took a moment. I, even hearing from students and uh, college students and high school students that, hey, at first, I didn't know what to do. So what did they do? They went to Netflix. They went to those things or, or you know, fiction books or whatever it is. And not many of them went to reading. Not, no, um, not many. But, <laughs> but um, to know that even in the midst of that, that you you decided to do that do this in the midst of that was just, uh, it's been encouraging to us. And, um, and to know that a high school student's doing that and a college student's doing that. These are not seminary trained pastors and professors. These are just... Um, these are just a high school and college young lady who just desire to know Jesus more um, is encouraging uh, to my heart and uh, encouraging to, uh, I hope, many of you who are listening. Yeah, and for so, sure. They're, they're reading the Bible in 30 days. If you're listening to this, number one, you don't have to do that much. Yeah. But come on, read your Bible. Man, yeah. how, much, how much it benefits you to know the God who created you and loves you. Yeah. I know there's even like 90-day plans or 60-day plans or even year-long plans that you yeah. can do. Mm-hmm. I think our mom is going to do a 90-day 90 90 plan. plan. That's still a lot. That's like great. I'm on a year plan right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I am too. But I, but even that. And a year plan is still a lot. five to seven chapters a day. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, that's what I'm doing. I do the Read Scripture app um, that from the Bible Project, and I do that. But like even, like even what we're seeing now is that that uh, that two young ladies start this plan, and now their mom is now doing a ninety day yeah. plan, and it's just when the when the people of God just surrender themselves and and take in the Word of God, it just moves. There's mm. a there's a movement there, and yeah. so 
um, it, it's just great. And, and we want you guys to know who are listening that there are going to be links to this plan. And, and uh, you can look on the Bible app for some reading plans there. I know the Dwell Bible app has a great listening plan. Um, and there's lots of different things that you guys can do to get into the Word. And we encourage you uh, to do that and to, to do it as much as you can. There, there's never going to be a time where you read the Bible where you go, man, that was a waste of time. Yeah. Um, and so I think... It's I, not going to be easy. No. But... Yeah, it's going to be, it, it's going to sometimes be hard, especially around uh, a little bit of Leviticus and uh, Deuteronomy. A little bit yeah. of the majority of the Old Testament. Yeah, if it's going to be hard. you understand what you're reading, it'll it be It was difficult. actually, um, I thought that I would really struggle through like Leviticus and Numbers, but I actually found Leviticus and Numbers fascinating. Yeah. It was like First and Second Chronicles and Kings, that was the struggle for us. Yeah. So what's something, <laughs> yeah. Chronicles and Kings are, they can be tough. There's some, there's some so nuggets repetitive. in there for sure, but... <laughs> Um, what's the thing that repeats in Kings all the time? And it's, he says, uh, and is this not all recorded in the Chronicles? Yes, and I'm like, over okay. and over and over again. <laughs> but uh, what is one thing that helped y'all better understand the context to know what you're reading when you go into books like Leviticus and Numbers? Definitely the Bible Project videos. Yes. We Maybe. watch those for a majority of the, um, of the books that are the Bible. Yeah. Um, but... If we hadn't watched those videos, I would have been a lot more confused than yeah. I was because it just gives you such a good context and a good overview of what you're about to read. And so it just helps you appreciate it more, too. Yeah, yeah. that's a great tool. Yeah, we, also we the love notes. the Bible Project here. And also, listen, we love you listening to our podcast, but we, we very clearly understand we're not the best podcast out there. And the Bible Project has a podcast. It's great. And they are far more educated than we are. Yeah. And I would really encourage you to listen to their stuff. Yeah, and uh, and they're great. They're, yeah. they're great. And Super they, solid, guys. Oh, man. And uh, I encourage that for, uh, I know pastors who use that, of huge churches, and I know now high school and college students who yeah. use it just to, just to learn the Bible better. Well, Luke, you got anything else for us? I just want to go home and read my Bible in 15 days. Yeah, hey, <laughs> I'm going to read it in one day. Um, and so, and I'm going to have to do the, the listening to it. And it's going to have to be on 18 speed. Old Testament in right ear, New yeah, Testament in left ear. That's exactly right. Uh, but ladies, thank you so much for being with us and uh, joining us on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so for much. having us. <laughs> thank you Sorry. for having us. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, it, it is a uh, pleasure and it is encouraging. And we hope uh, for you guys listening, uh, we hope that this is an encouragement to you. We hope that you would take this and you would learn from it, that maybe you would be inspired today to pick up your Bible and just read. You don't have to be a scholar. You don't have to be a professor. You don't have to go to seminary. You don't have to know everything. But the beauty of Scripture and the story it tells is there open for you guys. Uh, We love you guys. We're thankful. Check out the show notes for all the information and links. We love you guys. Thanks for listening to Here's the Deal. Thank you.